Hi everyone. Today, me and Tete are going to be talking about Mikhail Lermontov's poem, The Demon, which she has actually suggested me to read in more detail. And I'm currently reading into it, and we have discovered a lot of similarities between the demon in The Demon and my character, Joel, from the Book of Joel. And this was a point that um, I think Tete has actually brought up on a couple of occasions in the past, but we're only looking into it deeper now. Yes, yes, we are. I am so glad that you've finally been able to <clears throat> delve into this work, and I'm so glad that you're enjoying it. Uh, Lermontov's The Demon is a work that is pretty much sort of the pinnacle of dark romanticism. However, Lermontov is, is, uh, evokes more of a psychological and spiritual sense in it, uh, which, which makes him such a very... Um, compelling writer, which I, I, I sadly think he's overlooked a lot, especially in the Russian uh, pantheon, if you will. Mm -hmm. And the character of the demon is intensely psychological, although he is kind of part, he is more atmospheric than say your modern, more introspective stuff. But there are a lot of similarities between the isolation and loneliness of the demon trapped within his own obstinacy and that of Joel trapped within his own web of self-denial plus the crushing conflict of factors such as his stutter and societal expectations with which have embittered him exactly so another interesting thing i noticed about the demon is the connection to the caucasus because um it actually takes place in the caucasus and the protagonist the female protagonist of the series tamara is actually a princess like a georgian princess right Yes, yes. Tamara's daughter of uh, the chieftain uh, Gudal or Prince Gudal. Um, she is a Georgian princess um, that, of course, you know, has many layers to it. So probably a noble family in Georgia and, you know, which people just call prince and princess and whatnot. Um, so, yes, Tamara is a classical woman of the steppes. You know, she is this beautiful Georgian princess. Um and of course, Andre likes to likes to compare his Georgian tomorrow with this tomorrow a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and Although, as you said, yeah, Andre's a big fan of Lermontov. He loves Lermontov, and he sees a lot of similarities uh, between himself and a lot of Lermontov's uh, literature, whether it's a hero of our times or the poem "The Demon," because sometimes Andre likens himself a little bit to a demon. He, he is a bit. He's a bit of a mm -hmm. demon. Yes, but I think it's a different kind of demon. And instead of being very self-isolating and kind of self-defeating, I think he's the opposite. He's, you know, this lustful kind of incubus type. Yes, he's a lustful incubus type. He's he's very much like, there are many aspects to Lermontov's demon. And of course, we all know the loneliness and self-isolation. But there is another side to the demon, which is very passionate, erotic, very determined to you know, have Tamara. 
And Andre finds a lot of parallels to that because he too <laughs> wants a woman named Tamara and he will stop at nothing, you know, to get his tattoo Shanka. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. So we're going to take a look at the first part of the demon, just reading out random parts. So it says part one, and then he has a quote here, evil be thou my good from Milton. And then from Genesis, you know, the first book of the Bible and the sons of God beheld the daughters of men that they were fair. So argument. Yeah. yeah so, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say the whole thing about Genesis is that it was just basically about demons wanting to get with human chicks. So that's, mm -hmm. the, that's, that's always been a concept, you know, demon falling in love with the maiden. Wait, sons of God, isn't that angels? Sons of God is an archaic term referring to a classification of angels which were sent on earth to live, also known as um, the Nephilim, which had, right. um, had intercourse with um, hu human mortal women and thus uh, produced like these hybrid um, super beings. Oh my gosh. More yes, I remember reading about that, but yeah. like, how is that connected to demons? Are they considered demons? They're considered demons because they are fallen angels. Basically, oh, a demon is just a fallen angel. I see, I see. They're, they're the same thing as angels. I mean, most people, when they think of demons, they think of things with horns and little pointy tails and pitchforks. But no, demons are actually the same thing as an angel. And if you want to look at it more theo theo theologically correct, um, Angels and demons are basically the same thing. They just work differently. They work in reverse. And therefore, you know, a, a demon has the equal awesomeness, power, um, even beauty as an angel. It's just that he's working in reverse. Nothing has changed about him. I know mm -hmm. a lot of poems like to say, oh, they turned dark or they something happened to them or they got corrupted and turned into monsters. They, they, their forms have not altered. Just a lot of people mm. like to fantasize it and make them look ugly or scary. But the thing is, if you were to compare an angel and a demon, nobody would be able to tell the difference. Oh, I see. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, argument. A fallen angel is flying over the earth. He is weird. Yeah, that you were right. You know, a fallen angel, that's a demon. Yo, Perfect introduction. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He is weary of evil. Mankind has become corrupt and offers no opposition when he tempts. He views the noblest scenery of the Caucasus, but hatred is predominant in his heart and he scorns whatever he sees. Gadal, a Caucasian chief, has built a castle on a lofty hill. His daughter, Tamara, is about to be married to the Lord of Synodal. She is spending the evening with her girlfriends dancing and singing. She is so pure and lovely that she would arouse nobler thoughts, even in a demon, were one to see her and make him and would make him long for his lost paradise. The the demon sees her and loves her. Sorry. Yeah, and then basically, you know, it just kind of talks about it. And then there's one here. So can you, oh yeah, so basically this part is the explanation, right? That's the explanation. And then here, that's the actual poem. This is the actual poem. So I love this part where it says outcast so long. And it's it's talking about one slow minute follows one minute. The paltry world was his, um, you know, and it, it just sounds like Joel lost and trapped in his mental landscape, doesn't it? 
It really does. Yeah, it, it really does, I honestly. Well, I don't know if he loathes evil. I think that's the main difference. I think Joel does not really loathe evil. I think he kind of tolerates it because, you know, the world is very flawed. It is flawed. I mean, like I said, this the, the, the moral alignment is a little bit different just because we're dealing with angels and demons. So they mm -hmm. it's more black and white in this one. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And also, I don't think the demon here is um, a self-denier, per se. I mean, he really wants her. He doesn't try to convince himself that it's pointless. No, he doesn't. So he's kind of like Andre. Andre's very determined to get his tatushenka. Right, exactly. Yeah. So then now he's just he's looking at Tamara, and now he's starting to fall in love with her. Exactly. He's starting to fall in love with her. He's captivated not so much by her beauty, but the, 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 the her personality, which is, um, you know, her personality embodies this kind of gentle goodness and understanding. And that's what attracts the demon to her. It's not so much her beauty, although that is a factor, but he being this magnificent immortal being could not be tempted by the mere trappings of human beauty, but rather he is captivated by the richness and completeness of her soul, which is why Tamara reminds me a little bit of uh, Malka because Malka is so understanding, full and experienced. I think that's what wows and impresses Joel. That's true, it does. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking for something that is a good quote for that. Let me see here, I, hmm. So basically the demon was watching over her as she was sleeping. And then exactly. he said this to her, ah, weep not child, thy th tears are vain. Yeah, so basically, um, yeah, the, the language, sometimes the, sometimes the language suffers because sometimes translations suffer. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, Tamara now fears that, you know, she's under the power of an evil spirit because she heard the angel whispering to her. And then she becomes a nun so she can escape that. And her new lover is but a phantom. She prays and weeps before her crucifix, but receives no comfort. And then in her dreams, he finally appears before her and finally wins her complete love. Exactly. So it's such an intense battle of wills and desires and whatnot. Um, in fact, this, I mean, this, it gets a little hot and heavy sometimes. And this is why Lermontov's uh, poem, this poem had been banned in Russia for when it was first published. This is a little right. hot and heavy. And also the first kiss, Mara dies in agony. Yeah. As soon as the demon kisses her, she dies. But then because she had pretty much, resisted him and tried to get him to repent uh she gets to be carried off to an angel into heaven mm -hmm, exactly but yeah. yes i think i should show the pictures now of the of the board that we found on pinterest i'm just yes. going to show it right now because you know you found some amazing pictures that people did of this poem yes <laughs> Joel's being that goth kid from 10th grade again. Yeah, he looks very, you know what? This looks a lot like Jules, isn't it? Especially the setting, too. The hair and the setting and the clothes. Yeah. It looks like he's holding this is Malka. Malka. Yeah, exactly. It does. <laughs> I put funny titles. 
Okay. So uh, let me see. Um, and then this one. Darn it, Joel. I told you to keep Tamalka. <laughs> Is that Tamara? After yeah, that's Tamara. Tamara being spirited yeah. away by the angel into the heavens while the demon is left to his own loneliness and uh, returned to, you know, the ashes of his loneliness. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this picture is just like the other one. It's definitely inspired by that one. You know, they look very similar, their faces and their expressions. They are. Joel being smooth. Cha-cha. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, like definitely. One. He is. He's he's such a stalker. Isn't he kind of like Edward from Twilight? Uh, I guess a little bit. But you know what? Um, this guy has an excuse. He's a demon. So it's okay for him to do mm -hmm. that. And here's another one. I really like that one. It's so tender. It's very pretty. Mm -hmm. I really like that one. It wasn't uh, demon related, but I saw it and I thought it just feels like Joel and Malka. Like Joel is trapped within the celestial darkness of his own expansive and endlessly limiting uh, and limitless uh, landscape of his mind. That's true. Is this one? Yeah, it's, I think it's just related, right? It's not. It's related. It's not. Yeah. 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 But still. Another celestial one. Yeah. Yeah. This one's also very celestial. I love the pose, though. It looks like something Joel and Malka would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another celestial one. And this is a close-up of what Tamara looks like, right? Yes. Yes, it is. I really loved it. I thought it was uh, beautifully done. Um. It's not necessarily tomorrow, but a lot of people use it as like a art claim. Mm -hmm. Wow. And this is another celestial one. I think the pose here really feels like Joel, doesn't it? It does. It does. Because Joel would be in this kind of pose, which is very overwhelming and dominating, but in such a beautiful and loving and protective way. Yeah, he's very overwhelming. So overwhelming that he's like a dark force. He's like a beautiful dark force. This one, I think he's playing the violin, right? Uh, this and I don't think it's related. related. It's not. It's not a demon thing, but it was related. I thought, you know, maybe it just. It, I like the vibes of it. Mm hmm. It's very dark. Yeah. Well, I've seen this painting before, and I think it's like um, King Arthur, right? It's it's a uh, it's Arthurian, but I love the fact that there's a red head and a guy with black hair. Anytime I see him, honestly, I the guy, you, you know who the guy reminds me of? Ooh. Colin Morgan. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. No. His face looks very similar. And in the fact that it's Arthurian makes me think of Merlin. No, but this, this guy's muscular and has a tan. Colin Morgan, no offense, Mr. Morgan is, you know, thin and pasty looking. I mean, from the side, he looks like Colin Morgan. I, I guess. I mean, I mean, I just like the fact that there was a redhead and somebody with black hair, which is why I'm, I'm all for, you know, Snyder versus Clovis. <laughs> That's true. Now, this is them drowning in a celestial pond. I like it. It looks like something Joel and Malka would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pose. this pose is really, really great. I love it. It feels like them. Is this a harpy? Uh, I think it's a alchemist from Russian mythology. Oh, right. Yes. I don't know. I thought, I don't know. Maybe it's Malka being mad. Was there an alchemist in uh, the, the demon? demon? I no, don't there think were no so, alchemists. Right? No. 
I just thought I just saw the vibes and uh, this like under Russian poems. So this one wasn't part of the demon, um, but I love it because it feels it feels a lot like the demon. But also I like the pose. It, it looks like Malka embracing Joel, but she's covering him at the same time. That's true. And nourishing him, right? Nourishing him. Yeah, I love it. I love it when a woman nourishes a man. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is this looks like something. This um, is the what is demon. it called? This is the demon. yeah, yeah. It does, oh, but it, it reminds me of something. I was gonna say something. Crowley, right? It does look like wait, like Crowley. You mean like Alistair Crowley or like Crowley from uh, from uh, Good Omens? Good Good Omens. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? I I like yeah. I like Crowley from Good Omens. I like his character. And like I said, I love I love the miniseries. I love the way David Tennant was so uh, bitter about everything, but at the same time, wanting to live life. So I loved it. Good mm -hmm. on you, Mr. Tennant. I'm just sorry you had to have crappier roles this year, like Around the World Maybe Days, which is rubbish. He he does look like Tennant here, this, this painting. A little bit. I think it's the nose, because Tennant has a very uh, prominent nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see what other demons do we have this one i love it it screams joel looking at stuff it does it definitely does yeah he's very isolated too yeah he's so far away atop of the mountain you know just surveying the expanse of his isolation just like joel is trapped within his you know isolation and loneliness like it, it's it's such a perfect uh mm -hmm. depiction of loneliness isn't it it is yeah yeah. I don't think there's much of self-denial, though, right? Not really. I mean, I think there is because the demon could easily repent and be rejoined That's in the ecstasy of God, but he refuses to in the hardness of his hubris. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. But he doesn't. He he's okay with loving tomorrow. He's like, no, he doesn't say, hey, this is pointless. Stop. That's what Joel does. Yeah, Joel. Hmm. I don't think there's any fiction that has explored this before, right? I'm Not thinking. really, no, no. Yeah. There's another one. Uh, there's actually, I think we have three or four. This one, I really, it felt so like Joel kissing Amalka. It does, yeah. Especially, I like how the colors around Joel, are, I mean, the man is so much darker. It's so much darker. It's blue. It's so lush and, and, and cool and like cool, like in cold. And um it just feels like the darkness and crouching, but then you see a little bit of fire, like maybe it's coming from, you know, Tamara's candle or something, or or for me, like, you know, Malka's inner light or something. That's a really great idea. Yeah. I think we have this one more. we didn't look at. Stop giving Malka headaches. Well, unfortunately, he does do that a lot with his, with his rambling and his, his negativity. Exactly. I mean, look at her face. Like, oh, Joel, stop it. It's like, <laughs> it's all pointless, Malka. It's all pointless. You know, my thought experiments. Like, oh, shut up, Joel. <laughs> oh, no, he's telling her about old man Joel, and then she's like, Ew. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he's dead in The Sims, by the way. You killed him along with Kai. D double homicide that night. <laughs> yes, and this one. I love Twitter. It. Oh yeah. my gosh, do I love this one? It is so beautiful. Doesn't it? Doesn't it look exactly like Joel and Malka? Like even the braids for Malka. 
I know this is perfect for Jules and Malka. I it would is. definitely the say the long hair yes. and everything. Oh my! I should I should probably draw something like this. I will. Yes, and you know what? This guy kind of looks like Chernisov. A little bit, doesn't he? Like, like yeah. uh, I guess when Chernisov was really young, and also Clark because of the chin. It does. He looks like a cross between um, Clark and Chernisov. Like. Um, I guess like a smoother, sexier version of Andre, although Andre is probably not as this photogenic. No, he's a lot rougher. Oh, and also that guy you showed me who's seven feet tall and he's in heavy metal with long hair. Oh my gosh, Peter Steele. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he kind of looks like him, especially with the hair. Especially the yeah. hair. Peter Steele, what a beast. He was good looking. He was such a beast of a unit. Peter Steele. It's interesting because you know the man of steel. Well, his name was, I forget his name. It was like a long Polish name, but um, but yeah, Steele. But I mean that the, but that's the name he used in his band, you know. That's true. And because he's metal, right? Metal, yeah, he's heavy metal. Good music though. I really like some of his some of his his music was so erotically charged, like graphic mm. with its sex depictions. This is interesting. It almost looks NSFW. When I first saw the thumbnail for this, I'm like, what is he? Why is his hand there? But um, he's wearing cloth, though. Thank goodness. True. Yeah. I guess he's being tormented by not really knowing what to do next. Yeah. I, well, he's, he's tormented because he sees Tamara being taken away from him. Mm hmm. I'd feel sad, too. Yeah. I think this is a, it's a photo minute, right? I think. Or is it a painting? Uh, I think it's a painting. It says Italian photographer Federico Ferro on IG. Okay, then it's it must be a, a manip then. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a photo and then they added wings and then they shaded they added some kind of lighting onto it that makes it look like a painting. It's amazing though, because it certainly looks like a painting. Mm-hmm. Does. What else do we have here? We have a few more, I think. So here's Tamar getting taken away and you know, the caption. The demon watching tomorrow. Is this the demon? And then this is, I guess, one of the angels taking her away, right? Yes, that's one this of the angels. The demon. Oh, okay. The demon watching tomorrow's spirit away to heaven. Don't lose Malka, Joel, you numbskull. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm so mean to Joel, but don't lose Malka, you numbskull. <laughs> Oh, well, the old man Joel lost her, didn't he? Oh, he certainly did. Holy Toledo, did he lose her? I mean, mm. I think there's, I think there's like two more, isn't there? We already looked at this. That this one, I mean, it's basically the same as the other yeah, one, really, same. just yeah. a different pose. There's one more though. There's this one that's uh, dark. That one. This right? one. No, we already the other one. Wait, keep it go down. Go down. That's all. Oh, wait, the, the one right next to the one in white. This one? Yeah, did we look at that one? Oh, oh yeah, we didn't. A baller player with Malka has queen. You know what? This is what Manishe was like when he wanted to surprise Malka yes, in the recent chapter. Is. I should probably draw that Manishe with Malka like that. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. That would be glorious. It's Men beautiful. Yeah. I love Menashe because he's basically Jules, but the best parts are Jules. Mm-hmm. So in a way, he's a Gary Stewified version of him. Oh, no. 
No, 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 no. It's a good thing because it shows different parts of his personality. But I guess someone would say it's kind of like a Gary Stu because it's the best parts of him. Yes, I guess it is. Uh, but, you know, like I said, Joel really wanted to give Malka the best. So he's like, here, Malka, here's the best of me. Right. I, who alone have understood thee, find in thy heart my mercy seat, my shrine, mine altar. I have wooed thee to lay my glory at thy feet. Give me thy love, for thee is waiting, eternal life for earthly span. For I, in loving as in hating, am great like God, not weak like man. And I, free son of ether, take thee to far dominions high above something of heaven and i will make you queen of the world my deathless love so he's wooing tomorrow yes he is i love that quote imagine if a man said that to you i know it's very it's very beautiful and you know i think this is a little bit like what um jewel was trying to say to malka because you know yeah. he was he made her the queen of the the, 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 the made-up island yeah so yeah I, I think there's a lot of parallels with the, the demon and Joel too. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I just love it. I mean, also there's more in um in Lermentov's work, um, where you get to see the descriptions of the demon describing the kind of life he wants to give Tamara. Like he's describing the beautiful colors of the expanse of the celestial heavens that he will take them and make and fashion it into raiment for her to wear. And wow. just a beautiful, surreal imagery that Lermentov weaves into the, you know, the demon's declaration. It's absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, now we will take a look at the opera, the opera. With, um, by Anton Rubinstein and featuring Hvorostovsky Her oh, and Gregorian. The HSI. Yeah. So you can just, uh, so featuring one of my favorite opera singers, the late, great Dmitry Alexandrovich Vorostovsky and this wonderful Latvian soprano whose name I forget, but she is so amazing. Like, she's so baller. Isn't she Armenian? Gregorian? Oh, wait! Oh, shoot. What? Oh, she's not... Okay, she's she's Armenian. I'm sorry. Wait, I'm trying to see oh, I'm not watching I think it's near the end. Well, we're in Acts 1 and 2, so this is the boring part. Um, let me see here. Shoot. Let me see if I can try to watch it somehow. But I think you have to go near the end because, like, the first like the first scenes and stuff like are pretty boring. No, this is all... This, there's no demon here. Not quite yet. There he is. Yeah, but I think the third act is where it gets really hot and heavy. Okay, I'll find the third act. Just a sec. Yeah, but that but Dima, the guy with the white hair, he's the demon. He's the demon. I'm right. so glad he got to do this role before he passed away. Rest in peace, Demochka. Right, I know. I think he passed away a few years ago. He passed in 2017, and it broke my heart. And I mourned him for three days straight. Yes, I remember that actually. Yeah, yeah, he was. It was one of the reasons why I loved opera. And after he died, I just, nobody, nobody could do what he did, you know? Mm hmm All right. So here it is. Yeah, here we go. So basically here he's saying that he's going to give her the world. Yes. Yes, pretty much. I wish there was sub, wait, is there sub the other subtitle?
I love his long white wig, not gonna lie. It gives him a cool Sephiroth vibe. I know, it looks very fantasy. It does. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Joel being a pain. It in sounds me. like Joel. Yeah, from the one feeling hope before it blossoms. Thanks, Joel. Gee, look at her expression. <laughs> well, if you heard a man saying this word demon, you know how would you react? <laughs> I'm the one who no one loves. Okay, this is Joel. <laughs> it's Joel. Joel's being emo like an MCR song. I know. It's a little abstract the staging, but you know, it actually kind of works, you know? Mm -hmm. But he doesn't, right? Um, kind of, but it just messes up, like too late, too little too late, you know? So she's trying to convince him now. Yeah. And then it fails. They kiss, and then she dies. Yeah. I just loved how hot and heavy it got. Okay, now they're kissing. Yeah. Come on, kiss already. throws <laughs> his hair back like, down to business yeah she's freaking out she's freaking out like okay i want to back out of this now she's so intense yeah it takes forever i know it's an opera so you know it takes forever okay she's dead now yeah she's dead now yeah she dead now and then there's like choirs and stuff so it's a little i mean you know honestly i wish somebody would rewrite this opera with a better composer like i honestly wish prokofiev could have done this because it would have mm. been so baller prokofiev is definitely better at the opera adaptations yes like his war and peace is so good like if you guys haven't mm -hmm. seen his war and peace get your hands on uh that 2000 what that 2000 right. performance in Paris. And we are done. We have we watched the opera. The Canadian yeah. version, but we watched it. Yeah, <laughs> so the full version, guys, is in the description. Yeah. So yeah, this was a very interesting exploration of this poem and the operatic adaptation of it. Thank you for sharing. You're very welcome. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Um, hopefully you'll be able to delve more into the uh, poem itself and you know, get to be more into the uh, demon psychology, um, mm -hmm. as, as well as the um, the conflicts between him and Tamara. But I do think the themes of isolation, loneliness, um, just 
sort of the self-hate and self-denial type of thing, I think really fit in with Joel as well as Tamara's um, understanding and also her firmness because, you know, Malka's had enough of Joel's crap, just like Tamara's had enough of the demon's crap. That's true. Absolutely. And that's definitely a, a commonality between the two couples. Yes. Yes, it is for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much, Tete. You're very welcome. Thank you. This was a lot of fun.